welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Games Cast, episode 371. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sinidi. What's up? Corey Feinside. Hey guys. Hey, and Tony Korkanakis. You have failed me for the last time. <laughs> Alright, welcome listeners, welcome viewers to episode 371. <laughs> Uh, we've got some news from, well, even like two weeks ago. So if you hear some older news, I'm sorry. We didn't have a podcast last week due to, um, personal issues. Could get together and do it. So, um, yeah, here we go. We're going to do this one. <laughs> so, uh, once again, listeners, we have a movie cast. If you haven't heard that, we talk a lot about Justice League numbers. So maybe you don't want to hear that. I don't know. But, uh, we do have a Justice League spoiler cast as well. Um, so tune into that if you've watched Justice League and want to know what we thought. It's bad. Anyways, um, <laughs> so couldn't resist, couldn't resist. Last oh uh, two weeks ago, we had Valkyria Chronicles four uh, announced, which I thought was fun because I didn't know three existed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the fourth one; it's the fifth one too. Is it the fifth one? I'm so confused. Uh, the good news about this is it was announced for PS4, Xbox, and Switch, uh, which I thought was awesome to announce because I this kind of a game I would love to play on the Switch on the go. Um, Strategy so game just yeah. lead, led itself the to the yeah. portability. Yeah. It, it's really cool to hear that, and that that was really why I put this on here because I thought like I'm like that's uh, awesome to hear. And then I saw the switch. I didn't even see the switch at first. I thought it was going to be a PS4 exclusive. This game, and I was like, oh wow, it's coming to that. That's awesome. Um, so I, I really like finally finished after how many years, Corey? Valkyrie Chronicles this year. Uh, so I would like to thank everybody. Could thank me if they want. I because I finished one. They then announced four. We all know. <laughs> Uh, oh yes, like so, so you're like they're yeah. like oh finally Jim Gass has finished the game we can finally greenlight Valkyria yep. Chronicles. They, they, they were tracking me. Well, apparently it's been like well, how long ago did you finish the game? Because it's been like this game's been in development for a while. So uh, yeah, well I started the game. They must have done it when I bought the game then because it was like you know I bought that a long well, time ago. It's been a while, like, yeah. So <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it seems like it's pretty far along. Yeah, yeah, it is uh, coming next year. Um, I'm, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, it's good. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, other news last I, I, week. I like the first one a lot. So. Yeah, I really did like the first one. I, did, I can't tell you about two or three, but uh, I did like the first yes, one. Yes, so. games. Yeah. Um, Splatoon 2 is getting a patch. Did they get this yet? For, to fix yes, the game? Friday. Oh, cool. Uh, so they fixed... Uh, well, you can actually change your weapon loadouts now uh, without <laughs> having to go all the way back to the lobby. So that was pretty cool news. Excellent. That's so amazing, because that was like one of my biggest gripes. Because, I mean, even playing with you, because the thing is, if you're playing with yeah. other people... Like, the whole party has to back out, because otherwise it's like, if I back out, Corey plays a match without me, and I'm just, like, twiddling my thumbs for three to four minutes, like, cool, just because I wanted to fucking change my weapon. Yep. So, thank God. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, and, uh... There's yeah, a lot of my other stuff, though, in the patch. Yeah, um, good. New weapons, new maps, new Salmon Run map, so... Good stuff, I mean, free DLC, you know? It's not yeah. like they're charging you for it, or loot crating you for yeah which we're going to move into here uh we also <laughs> had the full backpedal which did make the podcast i think last week of ea like completely removing loot boxes from the game uh we didn't get to cover that last week so it was like we were talking about it on the previous podcast about how they were going to reduce the rates of gate of the players and now of the uh, cost and now loot boxes are just completely out of the game uh, for now for now for now, for yeah, now. For now. that's the thing <laughs> uh but this is like spiraling here. We have all this. There's so much news to talk about with this today, and I'm not even sure how to do this because we were. I was going to talk about Bungie with this. I don't even know how you can go to Bungie without saying EA's investors lost three billion dollars uh, first. Uh, that was announced today. 
Uh, is it as a result of this? Corey, you're more of our financial guy. Well, I think that, like, like I said on the podcast before, like as an investor, you want a game that's going to be monetized and that is going to continue to get more money. Feedback apparently because no, I, well, obviously investors. because Both. And I think this is like a way overreaction to what it is. Yeah, and I think that this is like Ben Affleck level of like shit show stuff going on here. It's like, well, now it's become national news, so something has to happen. Interna- international news. It's like fucking news. Belgium and Australia are chiming yeah, it's funny. It's, like, what? It's, it's ridiculous, because again, the loot boxes are not the problem. <laughs> it's EA's implementation of Here's the loot boxes. Here's the thing boxes. about this, and I, I agree with you, Corey. Like, you, I, how is it that suddenly this is gambling when like kids can buy stuff from like a blind pack of cards and stuff, and that's not gambling? No, I mean, and I was talking about, you know, arcades for years. You know, if you win tickets or tokens or claw yeah, machines which have game? an element of chance well, technic- or carnival games where you spin a wheel and you skill. get nothing Techni- technically i'm not saying i agree with it, but technically it's a game of skill and technically not those wheels where you have to choose something and if you get the number you get a prize if not i, I know i'm not, yeah, not sure. saying i yeah, but I mean, as far as like it. investing and, and things like that yeah we were talking about EA was doing fine with how they were getting, like, monetizing their games. So that that was all fine and dandy. Uh, but because of the Star Wars name, I think is really where it hit the fan as far right. as like, well, everyone was doing it with FIFA. They were doing it with what? Mass right? Game. Yeah, all their sports like, games. Like their all their their superstar card game. What ultimate team? That's what. Yeah, ultimate, ultimate team, team stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and like they've been monetizing their games for years now, and as an but, investor, that's been fantastic because you're getting money. Beyond the sixty dollars, yeah. uh, they, they're going and they, their stock has been going up yeah. year over year. Yeah. Uh, and then with this Star Wars name and the big, you know, that is Disney. <laughs> well, this would have sold like unbelievably well. You know, I, and so is the way they it just rubbed people the wrong way, and it became the thing to talk about. Which you know, like nobody the, wanted to talk about any other aspect of the game yeah. at all. Didn't matter. The other aspects of this game are not good. Like I've heard that it's very inferior to one. I've heard. Only I wouldn't even know. I, I, I read I've only, a I've of only heard that it's been better. Yeah. I'm getting this from uh, what's his name, Jeff, Bombcast. Oh, Gersman. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I hate I don't hate him. It's just I usually find myself on the other end of the spectrum. Whatever he says, it's just like. Yeah. No, so I can completely disagree. It's, it's, it's polarizing. I, I, I'm usually on on his side when it comes to stuff. But <laughs> as far as like that game itself, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because what matters right now is the loot thing boxes. that people are talking about, and it's the loot boxes, the lack of loot boxes, and the monetization of this game. And it's just <laughs> been a shit show of just people misinformation too. Like it's people just talking about it because they want to be a part of the conversation. Yep, and yeah, there's, there's like norm, like people who have never like don't even play video games talking about this now, like where they don't know any information and all they're saying is like, oh, I heard you can't even play this game without paying more for it in the game. So you buy it yeah. and you pay it again. Right, because that's in there. And, uh, here's the thing, like I'm not defending EA because I'm, I think out of all of you, I'm think I'm the biggest critic of EA. Yeah, um, I and I definitely think they got way too greedy in the the model that they chose to do for Battle uh, Battlefront Two. I almost said Battlefield. Uh, the the way they were doing it was not in favor of the player at all. So I understand getting the backlash. I understand the heat. But 
I am really surprised that it got as big as it did. Like you were saying, mentioned Corey, like it just blew up overnight. That stupid Reddit post. And then here's the thing: EA kind of like fanned the flames a little bit and not in their favor and made it worse. And then every time they tried to course correct it, it just made things worse. It's like, oh, like yeah, okay, well, you know, that's our model, blah blah blah. It's like that started the whole conversation. The the, the most downvoted comment ever on Reddit. Yeah. And then they're like, ooh, okay, all right. So what we're going to do is we're going to reduce it and this and the other thing. And then it's like, oh, look, not only we reduce that, we reduce like the 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 what you gain from it, and we're going to lock you out after you uh, accumulate a certain uh, amount in like probably one of the best modes or whatever. Uh, so yeah, fuck you. And it's like, oh my god, god, like seriously, like you need to handle this correctly the first time. You can't just keep knee jerk reaction changing it. And uh, I mean, it just happened. And I'm pretty sure Disney just whipped out their dick and slapped EA across the face because. But like, uh, yeah, according I mean, first to of all, news, Disney, Disney, not like innocent in this situation. You can't say they're 100 percent on this, but because they like they had to have known there was stuff in this game. Well, no, I'm sure there were. They they did, but the thing is, the way that EA handled it was yeah. well, it's like I said, terrible. Like it just and they weren't they were not going to do anything about it. No, it's all it's PR. Severe is, is what's is what's happening now. They weren't going to do that, but now that Disney stepped in, and we know Disney stepped in and said, "Hey, we need to right. make some changes." And, and not just Disney, like the CEO of Disney called the CEO of EA. Yeah. And hours later, it's like, yep, no, no monetization for now. Like, we'll we'll come back to it. It's like, really? We, that's, ne- we were saying that last podcast. Like, you don't have negative press going to, into the Star Wars month. You just don't. No, no, absolutely. Because that's the thing is, no matter how much money Disney would have or will be making from this deal, it's it's paltry in terms of how much damage potentially this has done to the brand. I mean, this uh, Battlefront Two should have been like no brainer. Like, yeah. get people hyped, celebrated, up the, yeah, like celebration of of the franchise and the mm-hmm. series. Because from what I read, like, this, and you're getting like the the Force Awakens, the new the 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 third trilogy characters in this game, right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you know, they're supposed to be in the campaign something that supposedly ties into the Last Jedi, um, which supposedly I read. Um, uh, it, well, it ties into before. before oh, I'm sorry, before, but. It hopefully will be expanded upon in mm. the last Jedi, but uh, it, it just really fucked them over. And like I said, um, <laughs> you don't fuck with Disney; <laughs> they just yeah. they care more about their brand than the money. Well, IP is what they—I mean, that's what they have, right? right? And that's what they, you know, right? That's what's valuable to them. But yeah, it's and it's amazing that they actually went and did that because, like you said before, Jim, like investors are just getting fucked up the ass now for this yeah yeah i wonder uh, if this would end up being like the future like way to do something like this though to like have a grace period where you can earn experience with no one can buy anything and then if you buy the game late for perhaps a discount then you can pay money to catch up i wonder if that's like a way to do this yeah i mean uh, other games have done that like league of legends you can buy boosts XP boost and all know, MMOs have that. When yeah, all MMOs. Yeah. Right now, I just saw a deal for like uh, Cyber Cyber Week or whatever, where they're like, "Oh, you can get a instantly level up a character in WoW to a hundred for like fifty bucks or something like that." Yeah, you know, it costs like a hundred or whatever. Uh, and that's the thing is like, you know, I, I think there is a gray area where it's like, look, you have time and you have money. Some people have more time than money, and some people have more money than time. So that's fine. I'm okay if like somebody wants to like pay to get 
on equal footing with me. Like, that's fine. People, somebody wants to drop a thousand bucks to get to, like, max level so they can raid with me or PvP with me. Whatever. I don't care. Like, it, it, honestly, that's going to benefit me because I'm going to have play the game for longer and probably be better than them anyway. So, whatever. Mm. Um, but what bothers me about this whole situation is just EA has, like, now fucked the entire industry up for, like, loot crates because now everybody else is, go- like, well, getting or. I was going to move into Bungie now with this one. Like, that's a perfect tie-in for Bungie because now Bungie's getting flack for Destiny 2. Uh, well, that, it's slightly different, but we'll get... This we, is a we'll totally get, different that's a, issue, That's a throttling uh, XP issue, but th- I guess you're right. That's not loot crate issue. You're right. So uh, Indirectly it is, but uh, we could we talk about that. But what I wanted to get to before that was, like, all, you have all these developers that did have loot crate things, microtransactions, whatever you want to call it, and they were doing fine. It wasn't always the best, but it wasn't the worst. Um, and you I mean you have games like Rocket League and Overwatch and uh, whatever Injustice even Injustice like all these people are fine with it these games are, are praised these games are reviewed well um, you know make money hand over fist but now EA fucks it up because they got too greedy and now oh government could possibly get involved I'm just like really really and, and not only that here's the thing that really really triggers me is the fact that all these people are so up in arms about these fucking microtransactions in battlefront 2 when we have the fucking net neutrality shit that's going on it's like really like that's the battle you want to be fighting right now like microtransactions in a star wars game that you're probably only going to play for like two years before battlefront 3 comes out it's it's aggravating it's honestly aggravating no absolutely because like you said like we're taking resources away from things that are a little bit more important right now yeah it's like in the game, and like that's people have been okay with for the past, you know, ten years. That it's been yeah, going it's on. like you know what? Okay, if you disagree with, and here's here's the one thing I kind of side with EA, like defend EA. They didn't even have the option to really like correct it, and and again, I'm not fully defending because they could have gotten out in front of it better and just handled it better. But like the thing is, like I'll use Overwatch as an example. People complain about like all the duplicates and stuff like that, and after a while. Blizzard was like, yeah, okay, we agree with you, and we're going to change the algorithm for the loot crate so that you don't get duplicates anymore and stuff like that. Or so they could tweak the formula, right? They could tweak that formula, they could fix it based on player feedback and reception. Whereas, whatever for whatever reason, EA and, and Star Wars, like, they don't mix together, and people just got triggered, and we're like, no, we're not even give you this opportunity to fucking fix it or anything. We're going to fucking boycott your game, fucking all this other bullshit. We're going to contact government representatives and get them fucking involved. Like, what? What? Like, <laughs> like, look, vote with your wallet. That's all I always said, and it's what I always stand by. Like, just don't buy the game, then. Just don't buy the game. You can opt out of it. Net neutrality, you can't opt out of unless you don't get internet anymore. It's like, oh, look, you pay for internet. You want to access? I have seen a lot more talk about that this week, though. Thank God. There's a lot well, of right, right, this week, really. but it's like, it's like. Yeah, we're two weeks away. We're two I know, weeks, two weeks away. But, I mean, I know, but I'm like, when somebody I, I, I work with, actually, an older, like, a woman who's like, she's like older, she's like 65, 70, comes up, she's like, so what's going on with this net neutrality thing? And I'm like, oh, she's actually heard about this. All right, it's getting to people. So. <sighs> it's frustrating. But that's my but, two uh, cents. So. Yeah. Right, that was out um, of ticket, though. Like, I can understand this being an issue, though, net neutrality thing. I, um,. I'm not for it, but I can understand where they're coming from. Because I would actually prefer to be able to be consistent with my my speeds and know exactly what I'm getting, and not be this Comcast shit that I have no idea what's happening. You don't know up and down, up and down. Night. Yeah. I don't know. I understand, but I don't trust the IPs to do anything that will ever be in our favor. With, yeah. 
that's the well thing. no they're not doing anything in our favor right now but like if i know i'm getting 100 uh, 150 every, every time i know i can get that like whenever i want that's not the terrible yeah but that's that's the uppercase scenario i think Corey. that's the uppercase that is no, the best I, I case scenario devil's advocate here that's, that's no, all. And, and then <laughs> see what happens with which sites you're allowed to go to too yeah. Like, oh, I mean, you want to use a search engine? Fuck you. We own Yahoo, so you only get Yahoo fucking search engine. You want to use Google? You want to use Bing? Pay us five bucks a month. Fuck you. Or <laughs> it'll be dial-up speed It'll magically for those sites. And that's the thing is, those charges will come down to us as far as what we'll be able to get. But as far as like you know, cable companies, uh, you, you gotta under, understand how that works too, and <laughs> to know the whole side of the story, the, the entire story as far as how it works. Many sides. I'm just saying, you know, it's how, <laughs> how it works. Like he's, they, I just don't think you can go and say net neutrality is bad because it's going to affect me. Like you yeah, got to understand how I it think affects. I, I personally feel the internet everyone. should be utility. So. Yeah, yeah, but I understand absolutely, Jim. But I'm saying with net neutrality, like, what does that mean actually? What does it actually mean for you? Like, well, how does the cable, so how does cable and internet work? Like, do you even know like what that's going to mean in general? Yeah, government regulation on it to make sure that it's not, you know, monopolized. Yeah, I, I believe that's what it's for. That's why the net neutrality needs to be in place. Not just that, though. As far as cable companies, like, just because we have 100 down and 50 up doesn't mean Comcast exit does. They're, that's the whole part. Like, problem is, like, they're always manipulating what pipes are getting, what people are getting. That's why our internet's shit all the time, because you don't regulated. always have that. And that, well, that's what net neutrality is doing, is for Yes, that's preventing them from charging us for those pipelines. No, it's uh, no, Jim. That's not that's not preventing them from charging us. It's allowing people to get exactly what they want when they want it. Uh, in 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 sure in like again, equal, I'm saying that's the, the best case scenario. World, that's like sure, a pie like, in the sky. Like yeah, utopia. these IP companies are good and they're wholesome. Then they're, they're not going to fuck work. us in the ass. I'm not saying that, like I said, I'm not, I'm just playing devil's advocate. This isn't even the, the thing that shouldn't bothers know, me like, the should, most should, about should it. You know about both sides, that's all. I'm just like, just because, that, oh, it's going to affect me, I'm going to pay more. And all, like, that doesn't, that's, you don't. That's why I'm not saying both, people shouldn't educate themselves, but uh, I would side over what has been tried and true. Over, no, and yeah. I just don't like how do they this. can restrict access sort of to certain sites then, either through like the speed or. God knows what, and that's the part that I think is <laughs> troubling. Like, I'm sorry. When I see, I, I literally see a promoted tweet when I check Twitter from Comcast, and like, oh, we're not going to do all these bad things that we could be doing if net neutrality is lifted. It's like, okay, so if you're telling me you're not going to do that, then why don't you tell me why we should appeal it then? What would you be doing with it then? But they're, they're not focused on that. They're like. We promise we're not going to be an evil corporation, even though we are. So, no. Fuck you, Comcast. <laughs> uh, yep, yep. Uh, where were we? Let's go to Bungie. All right. Let's go to Bungie. Uh, there was, there was an article posted today, actually. What was the, the article for today about the, uh, uh, the, the canceled, players? They canceled the last DLC reveal tomorrow or whatever stream, I think, or something. Oh, wow. So... They're adding content to the game. Like, it's Corey, are you still playing this game or no? I haven't played it in a little while just because of yeah, the holiday I've, and this going I've, I've heard a lot of people are just kind of like, there's not much to do in the game as well. I mean, like, Mike, yeah, has, Mike hasn't played it. 
not Mike, uh, not podcast Mike, my, my cousin Mike. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he hasn't been on. He's been bored. What? Oh, I thought we had more to add. I was waiting for you to actually tell us. Got us. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we have Bungie caught throttling players' XP gains in Destiny 2, and that was earlier in the week. And then we had this new article today that, that Tony posted about uh, the Bungie responding to fans improperly and all that stuff. So um, the way they get their message across being the problem more than anything. Um, but, I think uh, Bungie's problem right now is that their communication to the community that li- loves their game has been very lackluster and and confusing and then it's not being for like forthright with what information they have so it's been uh i think it's been turning people's you know it's been rubbing people the wrong way especially the people that love the game yeah yeah i um i feel like yeah it's definitely all based on communication with them uh, this like this article, Tony, you posted originally about the XP restriction thing. I I didn't really. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't see I, I feel like they do that it. anyways in <laughs> XP games. Like WoW did that because you you'd have to get more XP anyways to get the bar filled. So it's like they're that's not, you anyways. That's not. That's they have not a daily what it was cap, about. Is what you're saying? No, the way it no. worked was <clears throat> you leveled as normal or even boosted. I think they said they did the calculations until you hit max level, and then as soon as you hit max level your XP gain goes down because your max level, the only thing that XP does for you is keep you loot crates. So by reducing the XP that you oh, get, they were it's, it's kind of like, you know, incentivizing you, like, you, to, buy you to buy the loot crates. Okay. Okay. And not only that, but they're like, it, it's, it would display a number like, Oh, you got a hundred thousand experience or whatever. I don't know. I'm just saying a number, but in reality you get like 5,000 or something like that. It's like, wait, what? Like, Oh, wow. So like, yeah. I was misrep- misrepresenting it. I mean, they could have just made the loot crates more expensive and then kept the XP rate the same. Again, would... who knows what's going through these people's <laughs> minds when they're doing this. Like, yes, <laughs> you do that. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go on to NPD and deck with it. Let's go on to NPD. We didn't get to cover this last week. Switch was the number one console in sales for October. Uh, and it also had the best Black Friday, right? Uh... Supposedly, according to Adobe. <laughs> yeah, just the Black Friday day. We don't have a weekend numbers yet for that, but yeah. Um, yeah, Switch was number one in hardware. Um, let's see, where was the, what else I have here? Um, overall, their top. Do we do top ten? Do we do top ten? Middle Earth took number one, which I would like to talk about because I thought we all talked about how that would be the most disappointing game in, when we did our predictions. I believe. In the fall. Yeah. Yeah. How it was going to just get smushed in between these monster releases? I'm sure. Yeah, I thought so too. It I'm did great. surprised. It did great. This is October, right? This is October. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, Assassin's Creed I thought would have been better. It, I mean, yeah. Assassin's Creed I heard is a very good game though. At least good for it, uh, and it's still at number two, which is good for that as well. Taking a year off actually. Where did Mario fall? It's three, but it's um. So what's the top five? You top well. It just reloaded on me. Thank you, <laughs> iPhone. Top five: Middle Earth, Shadow of Thank War. You. Number two: Assassin's Creed Origins. Number three: Super Mario Odyssey with an asterisk because no digital numbers are included. Number four: South Park: The Fractured Butthole. Number five: NBA 2K18. Number six: FIFA 18. Number seven: WWE 2K18. Number eight: Madden NFL 18. Number nine: Destiny 2 with an asterisk because no digital is included. And number 10, Forza Motorsport 7. And I'll even go to 11 because that's where Gran Turismo Sport is. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other new releases, Evil Within 2, number 13, and Wolfenstein 2 at number 14. Yep. Not so hot for those titles. No, no. Yeah, but I, I think Wolfenstein's that's where they expected. Yeah, yeah, I heard Wolfenstein's a great game to play, too. I would like to... Gotta play the first one, man. Yeah. I know, I know. Um, I mean, it's a sequel to that, or direct sequel. Yeah, I think no, it that's important. I know, I, I, I have Wolfenstein 2. I don't think I'm playing the first one, though, Corey. I just don't think it's happening. I think I'm just going to play 2. Uh, do you have to play one to play two? No, you don't have to. I mean, but it's a direct sequel. It is, but there's a recap, so. Mm. Offer the recap, man. You don't have the time. That's a thing. Here's the thing. I don't no, have time I, for the I, I I'm just, <laughs> Yeah, I don't have time. I, it's not. It's a great game, though. Like I think that it's oh, not sure. like. I'm not, oh, I'm just gonna yeah. try to like recap because it doesn't matter. Like I would recommend people not go into season two of Walking Dead on Telltale and just do the recap. Like experience it for yourself. Yeah, I think it's a good title. I don't think you need to. Yeah, I'm not saying it's it. not. I'm not saying it's not good, but like, here's the thing: good is not enough for me. Like, I really have to de- uh, debate if it's worth playing a game these days. Because, oh, like, I understand. Like, I mean, I got... it's a short game though. It's right up Jim's alley. Oh, okay. Well, just, never mind. There you go. Uh, it's right in my. This is what you asked for, Jim. This is what That's you asked for. My wheelhouse. I bought it. I got it right here. Well, Whoops. I'm talking about the first one. Oh wait, that's not it. That's Uncharted. Um, <laughs> I have it. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like there are games. I think that as far as like, I don't understand why you'd want to play the second one when the it's a direct sequel to the first one. That it's building on that story with this title. Like other titles, fine. Like Evil Jim Within. Jim likes the newness. Dude, he likes I, the newness. Flashy. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe Jim not. doesn't like playing old games. I do. What are you talking about? I play old games. I have Yakuza Zero here and. Near? That's new. That's this year. That's, that's still this year. Wolfenstein uh, is how we're almost out of this game. year. We're almost oh out of this goodness. year. No, no. I played. Um, I play old games. Um, it's BC stuff, man. I played I, some stuff. I actually. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, no, I didn't play it. I installed Ninja Gaiden on the Xbox One X because I wanted to see it in 4K, and I, I installed it, it, but I didn't play. It. Um. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I for this game specifically, I think it would be worth, like, not every game, I agree, like, time-wise, sure, but with this game, because it's story-driven, uh, and the characters that are in the first game are going to be very heavily in this game, and, like, the villain specifically, and there's a character in the first game that, there's two characters in the first game, and one of the characters is going to be in the second game, depending on what you do in the first game. I think oh, that, that's that's cool. That is cool. What you just said there. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, but, the, but the choices in the beginning of this game. The choices actually matter. Yeah. Choices matter. Wow. The, that's incredible. That I'm not even being sarcastic. That's incredible. That's awesome. See, because you said that, I'm more inclined to play both of those games now. But yeah, I mean, you can get that experience in the same game. They'll give you that. It's like they'll do the the Mass Effect. No, I, I understand. I'm just saying that's and the, yeah, there's the recap. There's going to allow you to like do Shoot. the choices. But as far as, yeah, I mean, it does affect the game. And it's pretty neat because it does affect the game in the first the first game, too, pretty drastically. Hmm. So. Uh, all right. Well, I'll... But I'm not saying you have to. I'm just you saying, still I have think it then? This, I don't have it. No, it's, it was $16 on Black Friday. Yeah. I don't know. But it, I, like I said, I just personally think that it's a fantastic game. That's like, And as far as the sequel goes, you should probably play the first one in this, in this uh, series. But not not everyone, just for this one. Okay. 
Um, so maybe you'll play the second one and want to play the first one. Like who knows? Yeah, maybe. Um, they went over MPD. Let's get into what we've been up to then playing wise, game wise. Uh, Tony kicks off. Uh, two weeks, see, I, so it's like two yeah, weeks. Yeah. Uh, well, so we mean, went to PAX. I mean, we oh, didn't shit. say anything. That's right. We went to board that. game. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we went to PAX Unplugged first of all, which is down in Philadelphia, which is a board game convention. Uh, the other PAXs are all like all encompassing, but this one is strictly for board and tabletop gaming. <clears throat> so that was pretty cool. It was at the Philadelphia Convention Center. Um, surprisingly it's busier much more than local. I, much more local, at least for me. <laughs> it's like a half hour away. Uh, as opposed to, like, the six-hour drive to Boston. Uh, but it was really cool. It was actually um, more crowded than I figured it would be for a, a strictly, like, board and tabletop gaming uh, thing. PAX I name do... definitely helped a lot. Oh, yeah, PAX name definitely helped. But I also, I think I noticed a different, like, just audience than typical, like, pax East stuff. Mm-hmm. It had a different First vibe, the... for sure. Yeah, it definitely had a different vibe. And a bit more chill and relaxed vibe, which is cool. Like, I didn't see people running around and being, like, jackasses all weekend and, you know. Just stupid internet meme shit, you know, yelling, you know, stupid stuff. So that was cool. Um, yeah, there definitely wasn't any of that, which was nice. Yeah, a little more chill. Yeah, yeah played a lot of board games, bought a couple board games. Um, I thought that um, it was overcrowded for day two, but way over. Saturday? Oh yeah, Saturday was way overcrowded. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say way overcrowded. I think it was crowded, and I understand like it was a little more crowded, but I still felt like there's plenty of times. Where at PAX East, you just couldn't oh, do yeah. anything. Even like just trying to find a seat to sit down, you couldn't do that. We had a hard but time here, finding a seat here, though. I, I didn't think it was that big. I don't think it was bad. No, PAX. No uh, way. <laughs> no way. PAX compare, Saturday like, is so ridiculous. Uh, PAX Unplugged Saturday, it's like, okay, I'm mildly inconvenienced, but like that. I wish. PAX East would be as busy as PAX Unplugged Saturday. It was our first year, probably. I, I it probably was our first year, actually. It was. Yeah, it yeah. was. No, I mean, it was like 50,000 people for like a couple of years yeah. ago, like in PAX East, and now it's like almost hitting 80. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. Like, this will grow, too. So. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm excited good. for next year because, like, it was their first first foray into the tabletop exclusive uh, convention, and I think they did a pretty good job with stuff as far as. Um, compared to other conventions, and it being their first, they've got a lot of learning that they can, they can do, and they take some uh, suggestions and stuff for this one, and expand on it, and make it better for next year. I think it'll probably be, I think it's probably gonna be bigger as far as like the areas that they'll have, because it felt like it was just in that one area. But the convention center is huge, so they have room to grow as far as space is concerned as well. Okay. All right, uh, Tony, game those game wise. What? Okay. Uh, so I beat Fire Emblem Warriors on Switch, um, which is fun. It's Dynasty Warriors. Though. If you played any Dynasty Warriors, that's what you got. I'm um, still not happy with the roster. Like, it could have been better, you know, beyond just the 3DS games. Um, it got challenging post-game because, like, they're like, oh, look, you fight, like, actual high-level enemies now. Where it's like, oh, crap, they don't just die in one hit, which is interesting. I don't know if I'm going to spend too much time on that. Uh, and then... I picked up Near uh, Automata again, beat uh, the second route, the second playthrough, and uh, I got trolled so hard. I mean, I did it to myself. A uh, little bit of a spo- not like story spoiler, but like spoiler of what you could do in this game. <clears throat> so <clears throat> there's different endings in this game. There's 26 endings. Not all of them are required, but yeah, 
there's different things that you do during different points of the game and different playthroughs with different characters where you can get endings where it's like, oh, look, like this character just abandons the battlefield. And that's an ending because it's like the rest of the game can't have it because they they're an important character and they abandon the battlefield. That literally, that was like the second ending I ever got because like they're like, oh, go over here. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to go over here. And they're like, yeah, you beat the game because you abandoned the battlefield. I'm like, huh, what? Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was at the beginning of the game, so I just reloaded the save and, and whatever. So in this, I played through like an hour, hour and a half of content, beat the game, the credits are rolling, and it's one of those things where you can play during the credit roll. And I'm just like messing around, just, you know, doing whatever. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but one of the moves that your characters have is if you press and hold both of the jump, the joysticks in, um, you do a self-destruct move. Uh, it's like a last-ditch, you know, kamikaze, whatever, where like you just wipe out all the enemies around you. So I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. They're not going to let me do it, you know, here because it's like the ending and stuff like that. So, you know, hold the L- L3 and R3 in, like, go through the animation, explosion happens, and then it tells me I got an ending. It's like, oh, yeah, you blew up, blah, 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 and stuff like that. And it gives you, like, a bad ending. I'm like, oh, like, what? <laughs> what? Like, uh, what happened here? Did I get both endings then? Like, I'm confused. And so, you know, I, I wait until it, like, like, lets me load the save, and it's like, has like whatever bullshit ending X or whatever, you know, when I needed ending B or whatever. I'm like, okay. And then because of the save system, I did I couldn't just go back and reload the credit roll. So I had to go through an entire hour, hour and a half of the oh my, like, God. my last save just so I could not fuck myself over with the credit reel. Like, I was so mad, dudes. I was just like, why did I do like I was like, why did I do that? But B, why is it program the game that you can do that? And like I looked it up, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you can get that ending like at any point in the game, pretty much." Uh, after like the first hour, I just decided to do it during the credit roll because I didn't think it would be a thing. So don't do what I did. Don't blow yourself up during the credit roll. Mm. There you go. All right, that's what I've been doing. All right, Corey. Uh, just a lot of the board games playing. Uh, I do want to shout out to Cutthroat Kingdoms. I thought that was a really fun game. Played that with a group of people that yeah. we know, and that. It's like the guy who designed it was there and basically said he saw a game, an episode of Game of Thrones and was like, I need to make a game like strictly on the political side of it and just kind of focus on that. And so that game is a lot of like negotiations, making deals with people, breaking deals, backstabbing. And uh, I thought that was a lot of fun. And the way that they progressed was pretty cool. And it even like had a pretty good catch up mechanic too, where people like in last place or not doing too well could potentially come back and and uh, maybe even win like tony got pretty close actually there yeah came out of nowhere but uh as far as video games haven't really had much time to get into the money the games played some more lost legacy but uh haven't beaten it yet yeah still i love that i love that i picked that one up i mean mike well i actually i actually just started just started lost legacy all right so you're yeah. cool played that one. Well, what we getting? What we been up to then, Mike? Go ahead. We'll did you get to the question. open world part no, aspect of it? No, I literally just did the first two chapters, which is just like the introduction. Just did that so far. Um, it's all right. I don't know if I'm getting that into it again. I'm like, oh, it's just more of this again. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the combat's That's never the... anything good. It's more about the experience. They do yeah. do some nice combat stuff with the characters. They have a lot more combos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember like, they had that in the other games too, but I, I feel like know. it's more emphasized here than it was Maybe. like just because they were always 
interchanging who was with the uh, Nathan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so I started that. But really, the big thing I did was uh, I played through the Frozen Wilds DLC. Nice. It's all done now. Yep. It's a long uh, DLC for right? Horizon. It's yeah. it's not as long I think as advertised, but it, it was. I mean, it's substantial. Um, so it opens up this whole new area of the map, and uh, there's some side missions too that you can choose to go on and or not. And uh, but there's like this main self storyline um you meet up with these new group of people and you just interact with them see what's bothering them there's something going on there and um yeah, it's more horizon it's good there's the enemies now in this area most of them not all of them but a certain type of en- enemy you can't override anymore which changes things i think a bit um you do so- right I never used override. I was like, this is a waste of time. I always yeah. used it. I always would override like whatever the first machine I would have and then I like the override just to see how that played out. Cuz yeah, like you can't like, you can't stealth kill anything here anyway. It's all too big pretty much aside from like a watcher. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it was um it, it's just good. It's just more horizon. It's not the story isn't as interesting as the main story and it is it takes place like before you trigger that final mission in the main story. Um, so it provides insight maybe for like what may come next, but it's not like a direct lead up to it, which is a little bit of a disappointment. I would have liked it to be like a post game story more, but it's still all right. And you do get at least a little more information about certain characters that may be very important in the next game. Hmm. But um, yeah, it was fun again, and um, I'm upset because I know this is probably the only DLC, and I'm gonna wait like two, three, how many years before we get a proper sequel to this game? So uh, not until PS5, bro. Not until yeah. PS5. Yeah. Be a while. Yeah. All right. Um, I've actually got the credits to roll Mario. I'm not gonna use the word finished because that's not when the game ends. <laughs> you triggered um, the credits. Yeah, so I got the credits roll, Mario. So um, did you suicide during the credit roll? No, I didn't. I didn't uh, self destruct, so I didn't get that weird ending. Uh, no, no. Um, I, it's really cool the ending of that game where you can actually like. I don't want to spoil it for people, but it's it's a lot of fun the way the game the post game right? game is right. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I sat, like I can't remember the last time a post game gave me such like a smile. It's like well, ooh, I, Mario sixty four. I really enjoyed playing after I already finished it, going back for the stars. I always yeah. really enjoyed that. Um, right, but that's ninety six. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, it has that v- that vibe again, again, driving <laughs> home the point that this is like Mario. Oh, I got the Mario sixty four outfit too. Uh, I had to put that on. Um, so, uh, I wanted to say it, but I didn't want to spoil it because I thought that was a cool. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I figured that wasn't a spoiler. I'm sorry if it was. I didn't mean it as a spoiler. But there are outfits you can put on in that game which are really cool. So, um, I did that. Finished that game. I also picked up um, uh, Battle Chef Brigade. Oh, you did? Yeah, I've been playing. Nice, that. dude. Yeah. Oh, nice. I meant to get it. I meant to get it. I, I have so much of my Switch bag log. Oh, I'm like, I can't right now. So the Switch I didn't overload, although I did just get Dragon Ball Xenoverse Two. I did too. Uh, but uh, on that sale, I got that on the sale. But I, I, this is really cool game. Um, the art in this game is so awesome. I really like the way the art style is. Uh, and it's, I love Shokugeki, the uh, Food Wars anime. So this is like right up my alley. And the game is really cool the way it's set up. It, it seems. Um, so far, I'm like I'm caught probably three or three hours into it, 
roughly. Um, and uh, it's like kind of a little, not basic, but you have your puzzle game where it's when you're cooking, it's a puzzle game. So you have to move uh, orbs into the right <coughs> spots, uh, but you have to collect those orbs outside when you're fighting creatures. Uh, and I also quickly learned about I don't want to kill every creature because I don't need that orb. I don't need to pick it up. I, you probably have to kill them so they're not in your way. But do not pick up everything. You only have yeah. like a satchel that can hold a certain amount of ingredients. And you have like six minutes to do this. You have to go through, get the ingredients. Each um, each yeah. judge has their preference into food, what they want to end the dish, Taste what the dish needs to be about. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's really cool. Like you have to go. So you have to go hunt down. Like someone will say, "I really like a watery dish," and you have to go out and get like water orbs. But then there's a theme to the dish where like you got to kill a dragon or whatever the hell. You have to go kill this beast uh, and use that meat in the dish. So then you have to cook that, and it's it's, yeah. it's cool. You can yeah, so just expand and stuff. Yeah, just expand upon that a little bit. And I only know because I've, I've been following this game, I think, since like the last time you, you guys all went to PAX uh, with us. Um, the uh, the way the three-match works is, like, the orbs, you know, take any three-match three, three game, you know, Candy Crush or mm -hmm. Poyo yeah. Pop or whatever, like, the orbs you have to earn by killing beasts and stuff in the wild because those are your ingredients. The orbs are your ingredients. Yeah, yeah. So you have, you know, whatever amount of time you have to go and find and kill your beasts because they're your ingredients and then go back and cook it. So it's a juggle of, okay, do I spend more time initially getting the ingredients that I think I'm going to need or, you know, do I come back and, like, do it, you know, back and forth? Because the thing is apparently there's, like, higher quality ingredients from like mm -hmm. tougher monsters or something like that so it's like yep. maybe it's worth the time investment to get the you know higher level monster because they have a better ingredient uh drop or whatever like that so yeah, so far uh, I've been i thought it was an interesting like, twist uh, so far i go right for the main ingredient on <coughs> uh, my my strategy mm -hmm. and then like i so don't grab I'll, I'll do like some like appetizer i'll just go some quick stuff and then i'll <laughs> like if i have time i'll look at the timer left i'm like okay i got a minute and 30 I might be able to kill a couple things and then run back to the, to the kitchen uh, and then start cooking it again and get. But you have to plate it within before the time runs out, so um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And there and it takes I think like it's really two seconds to plate it. You have to actually hold the button for it to plate. So yeah. it's like it's not instant. You have to kind of time it all just right. Um, so it's pretty cool. Uh, but you, 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 there's jobs, there's puzzles in that game. It's it's cool. Uh, there's like you work a job in that where you're serving food, uh, <clears> and you have to get the puzzle pieces to match up the way people want it to make your ingredient so it's really good i really enjoy it so far i picked it up um i was interested when right when i saw it at the uh the the direct the indies thing. yeah yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I, indies. immediately i knew i was getting that game so uh i had a road trip i'm like perfect so i'm gonna play this and um i also got oh talk about i don't play older games playing halo 5 Ooh. Wow, that's because you have the Xbox One X. Yes, so the game looks fantastic. I mean, and it, it came out 60... on the Xbox One. Yeah, one, uh, and the game looks fantastic. <laughs> it runs fantastic. I am probably, I want to say, I'm probably halfway through at this point. Maybe a little further than halfway. I'm, I'm pretty far into it. I've probably played five, five hours, six hours, and talk about a game that just. I know we're talking about a video game here, but talk about a game that doesn't have a soul. Like it just, like that. It's that's the best way I can describe this game. Like it's just like you're going through the paces of it. Like, Isn't Luke Cage in this movie? In this game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he might be. Uh, yeah, yeah, he might be actually. Um, but yeah, like he plays as the guy. He plays as the main guy in this. Is Locked, the main right? guy? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it is Locke. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
That's uh, probably why. Guys. But there's just no soul Blame. to it. Like, it's just not, like, <laughs> I'm just not feeling the drama for it. I'm like, they, they really try to make it cinematic and involving, and I'm just like, I there's no feels to this game. Like, it's just not there. Mm. So, I mean, it plays fine. It plays technically great. looks great. Just, there's not much to the campaign, really. I mean, it's not much there. So, you know. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah. But I am playing an older game, see? That is older-ish. That's still was really released for one though. I think we're talking about more backwards compatibility oh, stuff. Oh, BC games. We talk about that. We don't. You and I don't play BC games. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's. Uh, yeah, we don't have to defend that, Jim. That's I all. I thought you meant like first first launch games on this system. That's what I thought you meant. Like, I'm like no, I play some older. You know, open when I think of older games, games, I don't think of games that are released on the on the, this generation. Well, I, I think of the games that were. I don't use backwards compatibility. I really don't. So. All right. Right, and uh, that's why we say you don't play older games, but yeah. <laughs> so I think that's going to wrap up the game cast, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter, All I Can Geek. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Write us podcast at allicangeek.net as well. Tune in next week. We'll go over some more stuff. Uh, I don't even know what's coming out in movie and uh, movies, news and gaming news, but we got a lot of games we all picked up. So on the Black Friday deals, uh, we'll talk about that. And um, yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. See you.